0: Three, three, two,
1: two,
0: one. one. It's
1: time for the show. Action!
0: You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only Asher. Asher Chua. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing
1: good.
2: How are you? Doing great. Almost didn't see you there in the, in the uh, waiting room. I was like, oh, oh, there he is.
0: <laughs> I, I just got in there.
2: Man, what's so nice this out take, there. Take...
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I'm taking care of my plants. <laughs> nice. Trying to keep them cultivated.
2: What you got? What you got growing there?
0: Um, oh, man, I got, let me show you. I got a whole lot. I got radishes. Lettuces, Mm. tomatoes, got a bunch of beans. So we're waiting for beets, carrots, potatoes. Nice. Uh, So it's pretty fire.
2: You just planted them. Some, you know, some of them I just planted. Mm
0: -hmm. Others I I'm planting now.
2: Okay, gotcha. I mean,
0: others I've been planted.
2: I mean, gotcha. So.
0: Yeah man, what you been up to, bro? Last time I saw you was in January 2020. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a ride. So it's like I I saw you, I think that was at the start of January. So I think mm-hmm. I just went to Extreme Execution, got there, did the brand prep, decided to just poke my head in and check out what was going on with the uh the 1% club and then from mm-hmm. there I went home, went back up to DC checked out the make real estate real. Then the next week was flying out to Puerto Rico to start a new job. Did that for two months there. Everything shut down, went home, worked from home and kind of just shut things down for a little bit. Got things back started this January, getting the the podcast going again and fast forward five months in, here we are (laughs) chatting Almost from where we we left off, just like exchanging a handshake, you'd be like, "Hey, man, it'll be good to catch up." But It's like, yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen at some point, and it's like, hey, here we are. You
0: know, time time works funny. You know, it always comes back around, bro. Yeah. So you you got so you got your podcast. It's called "It's My Time" podcast. Yes, sir. So how long have you have you had it?
2: I started. October 2019. Like, I think I recorded the first one at the end of August after I went to, um, it's like one of the Philly conferences that ET put on. And I forget what the theme of that one was called, but like they, like ET always does, it's kind of challenges people to write down a dream or a goal that you have and putting a date on it. And I was like, I need to create something. And, I put it down. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this thing by the end of October. And I just kind of buried it in my notebook, hid it away. But then as I got to talking with people, listening to different information, I was like, you know, let me reach out to my buddy Theo. We were chatting a little bit. He was catching me up on his experience being a barber, going to barbering school, that type of thing. And I was like, hey, I should actually record this let me use zoom since like that's what a lot of people use for their webinars and things like that and i captured like 15 minutes of it or a moment of it and i i used that for the first episode but it took me about a month to circle back around to it just because i was like uh i look different on camera i sound different i was like oh man that's what other people are hearing but after getting over that october 2019 i put out the first episode the first tuesday of the week
0: that's what's up bro you have good energy so thank you we need your podcast bro likewise
2: Especially for you these times right like, likewise for you man I, I i checked out a couple of the ones you did I, I saw some of them in the group i'm like i like the energy you're keeping it right to the point and like man who couldn't who couldn't gain something from that
0: just doing the work, man. It's doing the work. So it seems like, yo, you you really indulge with ET a lot. Like yeah. as you said, it's just like extreme execution, right? Like, you stay real, like, yo,
2: Well, are you are you
0: in the breathe? Are you in breathe too?
2: Yeah. So it's like I I joined Breathe University three years after like I was first introduced to him. Like obviously, as a lot of people are, you jump on YouTube. I was looking like needing motivation at the time, like wrapping up my last year of college. And I was just like, man, it's a struggle doing this co-op where you're working long hours, day shift, night shift, working in the dirt on your hands and knees, just doing like this thankless job at some point. Obviously, like our bosses, our clients and stuff like that, they appreciated us, but it just seemed like something's not right. I was like, "How am I going to do five years of college? Do this for three semesters, and I, am I going to come back and do the exact same thing?" And it was like, "No, no, 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 no." So a friend of mine, Roderick, he shared with me like, "Hey, I use motivational videos." Like we were both going to um, Georgia Tech at the time, and it was weird because going to a a school that's that well respected in engineering and for like business as well um you would think you wouldn't see two engineering students working in paper mills and power plants on the technician side or doing like temp work as they would say using grinders cleaning up boilers um like giant ovens that are like the power generation centers for power plants and like, I guess both of us, we have a background where we're from Africa. He's from Burkina Faso, I'm from Cameroon and you just have that like immigrant mentality to work hard in whatever it is. So whether you're making $5, $10 or not a whole lot where other people might be making 15 $20 as interns, like we just took it as a task to really work hard. And when he introduced me to like motivation, I was like, okay, I looked online, you see how people like stitch videos together, they'll get this speaker and that speaker. And ET just kind of resonated with me. And I just went hard, like deep dive, Watched as many TGIMs as I could. I kept up with it over the years watching, listening to the podcast, listening to his book. And I just kept getting the message at the core of it is like okay how do i become the right person because at the time i was like looking you're getting ready to graduate college and i'm just thinking to myself like if i'm going to graduate from one of the top schools but my friend group looks a certain way or the people i think i'm associated with don't really see me in that same light, something's gotta change. And it's like that self-awareness that they talk about really realizing who you are or where you are and where you're not and who you're not. And I was like, yeah, I wanna be with the cool kids, but the cool kids don't really acknowledge me. So I was like, let me leave them alone and let me, like they say, love the people that love you, acknowledge the people that have stuck with you since day one. And kind of come back and be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I was trying to be big-headed, but I know better now. And um, like, there's a a picture I took with some buddies of mine that we stuck together as a study group and things like that. And I was just like, man, I, I respect the relationships we formed, and I respect that within my last year, I recognized that something had to change and definitely like meeting ET made that change for me. And just being able to have that in my mind, like going through the different videos, like I'm like, yeah, I've <laughs> the short answer or the long answer to your question is like, yeah, I've definitely been, um, watching a lot of his content, consuming a lot of the things that he said for close to eight years now. Cause 2013 to twenty two thousand twenty one, 2021 is that, no, that's not 13 years. That's eight. That's about eight years. Yeah.
0: And wow. Yeah. what's that's cra- about the same time. Right. I mean, t-
2: what you too? Yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, your, your camera went off. I'm not sure if you're, if you were aware.
0: Oh yeah. I turned it off a little bit. I'm okay. taking some stuff out of the sun. Gotcha. Yes that's actually how i met et bro i mean Mm. that's i mean that's the same story as well bro that's just so amazing
2: and what's funny about that it's like i think 2013 is when they created breathe university and i think as you just listen to them talk about things in the podcast now and try to help other people re reverse engineer I'm realizing that like, obviously, as you learn things about like click funnels and marketing and different things like that, it's like, I'm sure that may have had something to do with it as like putting things out there and being able to um, recognize like, okay, here's how you reach the people that are your audience. Here's how you reach the people that you're trying to meet. And I think a lot of times when people see ET And CJ, like they'll hear about CJ being like the person that's like the visionary, the one that trains. But as I've gotten to know myself and hear them talk about Carl and hear Carl talk about himself, I really respected not only who he is, but what he does because it's a lot of the things that people see, but they don't see because it's like without Carl, there would be no TGIM, there would be no website, no Breathe University none of the systems that are in place of how we came to know et and cj and jamal and all these other Mm -hmm. guys it's like he's the one in the background that did a lot of that heavy lifting and i don't think i know et gives him a lot of praise and i know it's appreciated from him and at least in my regard like seeing things through his eyes in a sense it's like having the same tendencies and same personality traits. It's that a lot of times we don't really need that recognition, but it's appreciated when it comes from Mm -hmm. the people that you work closely with and seeing them grow, I guess, on a business front, as well as like a personal front and seeing every person having their own personal lane to where they can um, proudly kind of like stick their head up and just be like man like i like this <laughs> but let me not make this like a, a huge commercial for them but i know we're just catching up really getting a chance man. to talk for Yo, the I, first time but I'm, I,
0: I'm i'm interested in everything you're saying bro because i type i fiend on podcasts i listen to yeah. every ET video <laughs> so trust me the conversation you haven't yet yeah, car like I resonate with Carl. So the, the, the crazy thing is mm-hmm. I resonate. It's like, I'm like Carl and each, well, kind of a mixture <laughs> in mm-hmm. a sense, because I'm so systemized and I yeah. do that part. Right. And then at the same time, i still, I'm, I still really feel, and I really want to help people. heal. Mm. Right. So, right. so that's why I, like, I, it's like each of them represent a little part, you know, you know how they talk about the disc. Each right. Each of them right. represents. So I so like I love listening to the stories and so when you talk about it just now, it just it makes me like you more. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, that because you're talking about the people I care about. So, right.
2: man, that's, that's great. Yeah. yeah, man. Gee. Oh, let me. So let me let me ask you this. Um, like usually for my for my podcast, I I like to ask this question just to see people's take on it and how they respond. Um, who do you say you are?
0: Wow. So let me ask the a question. Asher. Are we doing the podcast now or are we just
2: talking? A little bit of both. Like that, okay. th- this is like, this is my format. So it's like whenever, um, Actually, you didn't tell me that. We, <laughs> come on, man. Well, no, you know, no. I, that's
0: why I turned off my camera. I'm moving around because what I'm thinking is going on right now, actually, uh-huh. is we're having a conversation. And then eventually you're going to tell me, can you be on my podcast? Gotcha.
2: OK, my bad. <laughs> so right bad. now.
0: So we might have to redo it, bro, because I just feel like I did like till right now. I did not know we were doing a podcast. until now. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean that—that's the—that's the. That's the um, well, okay. I guess I should have. That's. I should have prefaced that question with that. Like, hey, if you want to get into the podcast, that's that's really the only question that I ask. But what I like about the the format, or what I've tried to do, is kind of make it. I, I kind of got this from Joe Rogan, where I was like, just make it um, conversational yes. and just go with I where like it, it start. And not like because whenever it's I have a tendency to over plan. And like we were saying about how we relate to Carl in the sense it's like if you get so stuck in your head of like, okay, we got to plan this strategize this. It's like a lot of times it may never work out. And like in trying to get in touch with you, I know um, it's been maybe difficult to like find a time where we can link up because like everybody's busy. We're all working and like. I was even telling this to a friend of mine that's in Canada. Um, Well, he's Canadian native and we met through work and we were talking and I was like, I, I gave him the heads up and I was like, okay, you want me to record? Not want to record. And I was like, as we kept going through the conversation, I was upset with myself because I was like, that whole conversation was a podcast is like, obviously, we can edit it. We can cut out what you don't want. Or if you don't like it at all, we don't even post it like. But just being able to capture certain moments that are authentic, not planned. It's like, hey, at least that way, it's it's the um, obviously it's like you don't want to present another person in a bad light like you Whoop. want you in like you want to be at your best but also at the same time I think it with this my thing is like I want to highlight everyday people and it's like what better way to highlight an everyday person than in their everyday life it's like you don't have to plan for it it's like something that happens and you just you go with the flow so my apologies on that because yeah you're right, I it, like I love it it. it it did start as a conversation and whenever we did the thing initially, it's like, hey, OK, let's pick a time, because even to have a conversation, we have to schedule a time because it's like, man, the world just goes round and round. And it's like if we don't grab the moments, they it just it just passes by.
0: I think what you just said is genius, you know, because I was, I was in my day to day right now just when I'm walking around doing my garden, I was just sitting at the table <laughs> so cuz I, I thought we were having a combo. so I can see where you can um where you can get a lot of uh great content and also great authentic conversation so I'll keep, I'll go with the flow Got but you. you know mind you I have something to go tend to around 1:30 so right, right, I'll, right. I'll I'll still be doing I'll still be doing but I have to, I'll be walking and stuff
2: right right that's no, why I was putting like, my things away yeah just keep keep doing what you got to do. Like the question I, I was asking before, it's like, that's really the only true podcast question I have. And like, I have another one in relation to like what you gained from 2021. And I was like, you know, let me just start with what I have, where I am, because even getting the motivation to start Recording again with the podcast and putting out the older episodes, like everything from this point forward is all new content going out um, from last week forward because like I stopped putting out stuff uh, at the end of February of 2020 just because I felt like just getting overwhelmed, having trouble, technical difficulties, things like that. And I was like, okay, everybody's treating this pandemic thing like the end of the world's coming. Like we're either getting hit by media or this virus is getting ready to just take over the world. So I was like, scam. Right. And I and I was like, I was getting frustrated and annoyed because of the way people were talking. I was like, this isn't the first time. Like, as new as it is, there's nothing new under the sun. And it's like, you can either focus on the thing you cannot control or you focus on what you can control. So it's like, to a degree, I focused on what I could control, but I didn't, I didn't continue to embrace what I started with, which was the podcast. Like I wanted to do the real estate thing. I wanted to do the coaching thing because I was thinking multiple streams of income, but it's like, in order for you to get multiple streams of income, you can't, shut down the current stream of income that you have because that's not, that's not smart. Like, yes, it may be smart to leave a job. You don't like you're not mm-hmm. happy at because you're not happy, but happiness isn't really, it's kind of like the way it's sold or the way it's presented. It's not all it's cut out to be because it's like, if you look at life and if you really understand life, I think someone said, it's, it's almost like life is suffering, but, You get to choose how you suffer or the joys that we have or the happy Mm -hmm. moments. It's like they only exist because of everything else that's been overcome. So it's like in getting back to the podcast for me or just getting back to like, okay, I got to get comfortable on recording. I've got to get comfortable and just speaking to another person, whether it's like through chat or just like walking out and about going to the store because like the thing that really pissed me off with last year, I'm just going to be Frank. It's like the paranoia, the panic, all those things that were put on people, it's still affecting people to this day. And a lot of people aren't going to recover all because of what's been put into their minds. And it's like, you have to protect your mind. It doesn't matter what government, what public thing says, whatever it's like, You have to protect your mind. If you do not, it will destroy you. Like something that got me on the podcast was kind of like a bout of depression. And a lot of times people can say you can be diagnosed with depression. It can be like a death sentence in a sense. But it's like different things can bring on depression. Like women that are pregnant, usually after the pregnancy, they go through about a depression where it's like, your body's responding in a certain way through an event that it just had. Or also in my case, it was like, if you don't sleep regularly, your mind's going to start to play tricks on you. If you don't eat regularly, that's going to take a toll on your body. If you don't um, exercise, if you don't find a way to do things that you like to put your energy into like, okay, there's the job, there's the career you have, but like, if you don't have a balance or a counterbalance, I think like you're in Shan's group and we were talking about like the one thing that book is like, that's that's my book of the year where I'm just like, I'm sticking with this one. Like I picked one thing, podcast. OK, one episode a week, one this, one that. What's my one thing that I need to do besides the podcast? Rest, six hours a day, something close to it. And I'm like, if All else fails, like, at least I'm going to maintain that. And that's helped me to this point to where I can be like, okay, I'm comfortable doing four podcast recordings back to back in one day because I understand I prepared myself for this. And now I can just say I can do it one day and then the rest of the week, the rest of the month, I can be off because I know what works for me at my pacing, at my time and the things that work, I'm just going to continue to work them. The opportunities that may come if it's real estate, vending machines, speaking, coaching, consulting, they might all be good, but they're distractions from the one thing. If the one thing isn't done yet.
0: I say um, that that book was was really fire. I'd say this, you know, like the pandemic, And, you know, I'll go back and answer that question. You know, like when I really think about who I am, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I have a a battle, right? And I'd say it's a battle between my lowest self and my highest self, right? I say it's a battle between carnal, spiritual, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: right? I just be thinking about where my heart is. I'd be like, when I wake up, I think to myself, like, man, I see suffering, right? Mm -hmm. And suffering is either you choosing to, choosing to reside on the side of your pain mm. and a lot of times it's not even a choice because the choice is made for most people right mm. because it's a, it's a mindset right it's right. a program so for me who i am is i'm a sentient mm. being and knowing that we are from the source when i see suffering i'm like man i see suffering in myself i see suffering in other people i'm like yo dude, like it's suffering, but there's so much beauty. And I'm like, how can I bring more of my spirit out here? Like, mm-hmm. So I'm not what I do. I'm not like a holistic health coach. that's just a title I put on me. But I'm just like a light that I see darkness, and I just want to lighten it up. I want to enlighten it. So I just feel like I'm a light. I'm a, I'm a sentient being, and I'm here to kind of shine on people's lives people's hearts people's minds and every day i'm trying to get my carnal self out of the way to do that more effectively Mm. right so sometimes i look at me and i'm like man it's almost like i feel like there's two of me Mm -hmm. there's this higher being who's like on a bigger mission and then this carnal being who's being affected by the things of this world which is like what i've memorized and that's kind of like i I like it i like it Mm -hmm. but that's that's how I see myself uh, as a sentient light being who's just bringing light towards other dark people, darkness in the world.
2: You know, what's ironic about that. As you say that I just see the sun just like beaming down behind you and it's like just light shining on everybody. I'm like, man, that's like you couldn't have planned that you couldn't have timed that it's just like just the things that are just yeah, that's just a perfect fit. <laughs> Fine. Well, you
0: go, well if it was looking like that you're gonna have to send me that clip
2: yeah I'll, as, as soon as we finish this i i usually do like i'll upload the video to, um unlisted to youtube that way it's like you can view it and then i can go back and like pick a clip from it and like um be able to edit it and things like that so as soon as we finish i'll get it to download upload and send okay. it to directly to you in messenger
3: all right, perfect,
2: that sounds good. So you, you'd be able to see yourself just shining down on the people, just like, yeah, I'm out here. That's right. Man, so so, catch me up. What What's happened for you through 2020? What What's something you gained from 2020, from the time we met?
0: I'm not sure how the, how the noise level is, because, you know, I'm gonna I'm go. Um, but 2020 was a year of knowing like, you know how there's a point in your life where you, you know, you're about to do something great.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: When I was listening to ET a lot, it was just like, man, I'm like, bro, I know I could do what ET is doing at, at the same level. I was like, yeah, like ET is literally, I'm going to be on stage with ET one day. But then it wasn't until 2020
1: mm-hmm.
0: where I actually believed that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I conceptualized it a lot. You know, I thought about it. I was like, yo, this is really possible. I'm I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to help people. But it wasn't until 2020 that I was able to hone in, find my voice, bro. And I think that was the most beautiful part of 2020 is that I discovered my voices, right? I learned to just be myself authentically. Right. 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 I stopped letting go of how other people wanted me to be. And I just hone in on who I was, who I am. And that that's what changed my life, bro. I could say 2020 was a life change.
2: How how did you do it? How did you go about doing that? Like from the time you saw ET live? Because i if I remember right, I think I'd, I'd talked to you in passing and used like that was your first uh, like e- ET, ETA event.
0: Yeah, it was. It was my first ETA event,
2: right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I could say like the moment I met ET, that, st- that started the process. Right, because it's one thing to see somebody on video, but when you meet them, it changes everything. It breaks down the barrier, like yo, it's a human being. Like, yeah. That that was the biggest thing I needed to see. And like you can hear this, but it's not till you see it, until you just like, yo, come on. It is a human. He went through these things and he's still doing this. And I'm like, like, let's let's do it. Yeah. So that was life-changing for me, but how I did it was I had to switch my environment that day.
2: Mm. That
0: that that year and I stayed with my uh, t- my teacher for a little bit. Mm. And that really really caused me to hone in and go all the way in cuz every day was just like repeated. It was teaching, it was learning, it was so being around a holistic doctor for 2020 really allowed me to find my voice. One of the things is I saw how he was doing, I saw his work, I saw his passion. Mm-hmm. I was becoming in his likeness, but then eventually I ended up stepping out. I ended up figuring out who I am more. Mm-hmm. And that led to 2021.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the, so tell me a little bit about this holistic doctor. Um, like who is he to you and, and how long did you build that relationship before you you went on your own?
0: Well, you know, for I mean, the first thing was I wasn't always a so holistic motivator. Like my Instagram name before was CEO ambitionist. Mm-hmm. So you can tell my mindset, right? CEO yeah. ambitionist. It wasn't like to be holistic or to motivate. It was just to be a chief executive officer and do something. Mm-hmm. Like my vision of success was you building a million dollar company. That was my vision of success. That's what I thought success was. I was like, yo, if you have a million dollar company, you're successful. So I just wanted to be an entrepreneur. But if I go back some more, I just wanted to be an athlete. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as black men, as men, Mm -hmm. as people raised up, there are dreams. And we get sold these dreams, the dreams of wanting to be in the NBA, right? The dreams of like having that white picket fence, the American dream, the dream of having like this, having a corporate job or being a CEO. Mm -hmm. So I I looked at that and I was like, man, I, I could do that. But I always knew I had something big to do. But my gifts, my talents was around poultry, spoken word, right? So I I used to be a spoken word artist, if I'll say like that, right? I used to write poultry, and I used to use my body a lot. So that, in its turn, just kept transforming over and over, y'all. Like, I didn't know that I was going to use my athletic skills to coach people in their physical bodies, Right. I didn't know I was going to use my speaking or orator skills to teach, to talk and motivate, teach people right. using my words. Like I didn't necessarily know that what I was learning was going to become what I'm now preaching or teaching. So, long story short, entrepreneurship mixed with like being an athlete, mixed with a lot of the other things, kind of like slowly but surely led me to being the holistic motivator, right? Um, but recently the story goes the last three years when I became a trainer from there I was like man I helping all these people with their physical bodies but then it's easy for them to get the weight back I'm like this is this must not be the approach so then I went on a, on a journey to seek to say how do I like help them with their mind how do I help them with their body nutrition and their spirit mm-hmm. and as I started saying that I just kept repeating a mission yeah. in my life like I say my mission in life is to inspire motivate, and uplift people to live a whole mind body and nutrition Mind you, I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. But I used to speak this into my life every chance I got, bro. Like, legit, I get on a, um, I'm in college, right? And this is just a little thing, they're like, oh, let's talk with Flex Fitness and Performance. That was my company at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, Flex Fitness and Performance is gonna come up. I go I just like, my mission in life is to inspire, motivate, and uplift. I have no freaking idea how I'm gonna do it, and how it's gonna transpire. Little by little, dude, I'm tapping into the tools, I'm finding teachers, I'm reading the books, and my mindset starts shifting from like, oh, if I become a top CEO, I'm going to change the world, to like, yo, if I master myself, I can help other people master their own selves. And every day I'm mastering more and more myself, I'm learning what that means. So now my paradigm is not like business, everything is not separate, I'm creating a beautiful life. And I'm living a, a life based on a mission, and that mission is to inspire everyone to take a holistic approach, everyone that I meet, um, by looking at the thoughts that come to your mind, the food that comes into your body, the breath, the air that you take in, the emotions that you let get stirred up, uh, the relationships. So it's really holistic. This is how I came to be a holistic motivator, was really just having a desire in my heart, using the gift at the time. And then over and over, I developed, blossom like a butterfly, pretty much.
3: Nice. Love it. So, I mean, so you said this really happened over like the last three years. So, as, as you started to make the transition from going to uh, being a trainer and seeing that well, people, for it.
0: Well, the, me going more in the holistic route, last three years. Okay. Me being in the fitness industry, last six years. Right. So I started flex in 2014. Right. So I've been in the fitness world for longer. But then I normally when you get in the fitness world, you're given the basic information that is not per se the right one. It's just the the media watered down version of health. And that's what I got when I first became a personal trainer. But then I, devu- I realized that there was it was much deeper than what they teach you in personal trainer certification. So it was it was really nothing like that.
3: Gotcha. So. Um, can, you, can you explain a little bit more, more about that? Like,
0: I how Yeah, I can. I can. Def- I can definitely explain. I, I can sense what the question is. Yeah. What's the difference between a holistic practitioner and a personal trainer or a fitness coach? What's the difference between when you go to the gym and you find somebody who can coach you with your fitness and when you go to a holistic health practitioner? Okay, so if you came to me six years ago, I would try to give you a solution to your problem. Simple as that, right? I would, I would say, okay, your problem is you want to lose 30 pounds. So I'd say this is the solution. This is the exercise. I'd give you an external action that you need to do. This is what you need to eat is now they, they I would also talk to the person about the why however the person was still only going for a specific goal which is nothing wrong with going to a specific goal yeah. They wasn't thinking about the lifestyle now that I was mentioning the uh, the fitness lifestyle but I wasn't mentioning the holistic lifestyle so here's what I mean by that I can help somebody completely I say eat this yeah. As a personal trainer, I'm going to put myself in two shoes. Yeah. As a fitness coach, I'm like, okay, if you want to lose weight, and here's the bad advice I used to give. Yeah. Mi- diminish your calories, <laughs> increase your movement. That was the, so if you go to a personal trainer, and yeah. some of you you want to lose weight, you're probably going to go there. That's the first advice they're going to say. And it's going to be like, okay, manage your protein, and this is how you meal prep. They're not even going to ask you about emotions. The difference between that is that now I'm a holistic practitioner. Before you even lose weight, I know that it's not even the weight you're trying to lose. Is that you're fed up with something in your life. You're either fed up of looking a certain way. Even if you think you're trying to be healthy, yeah. you're really fed up with not having energy. right? Even if you think you're trying to live longer, you're really fed up about really looking at your kids and not being able to play with them. And you thinking about how would it be if I'm no longer here? So I found out that it was way deeper in the human psyche as to why they want to make a transformation either with their bodies. So now somebody comes to me, we're working a holistic lifestyle plan. I'm not focusing on how do you go from point A to point B. It's how do you adopt a lifestyle that will get you on the path so that not only you go from point A to point B, you keep going from A to B to to, to C to D to E. So you keep evolving you keep this evolution of your spirit, of your mindset. Right. 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 So if you come to me and I help you lose 30, chances are when I no longer here, I was your clutch. You're going to gain it back. Now, how many of my clients, when I was a personal trainer, gained their weight back as compared to how many? A lot of them. Why? Not because what I taught didn't work. It's what I thought worked, but it didn't stick because the mindset or the lifestyle did not match. Right? And then the continuous actions didn't align. So you're like, what are that? We're talking about routines. We're talking about taking time to manage, not manage your stress, taking time to manage your joy. Right. We're not stress managers.
3: Right.
0: We're joy creators, right?
3: Right.
0: We should be creating joy. We should be enjoying it. So now instead of teaching people how to just get a vain metric, I teach you how to transform your entire life in a way where you could think the right thoughts, you could eat the right food, breathe correctly, you can move, you can let emotions dissipate from your body, you have a self-care plan as well as a holistic lifestyle plan to transform your entire being. That's the difference.
3: That's
0: great. Mm -hmm. I like
3: how you you clarify that and I appreciate the assistance with being able to formulate the question properly and respond to it, because um, being a fellow podcaster yourself, I'm sure you've studied how to present, how to interview, and just you being able to make that connection quickly was very, very helpful. So thank you for that. And um, this year, what have been some of your before I get too far who do you say you are
0: who do I say I am I am that I am right that was the question I was asking myself the other day like I've came up with all these titles all these words you come up with all these titles but who you really are right I'm just I'm a spirit right I'm I'm a spirit I'm a I'm a um, Paintbrush in God's painting kit, right? And the paint flows through my spirit, through my soul. And every day that I stroke the paintbrush with my talents, with my gifts, I'm painting a new picture in the world. But it's not really new, right? Nothing is new underneath the sun. So it's just, in a way, flow through me. So I'm like a really, I'm, I'm, I am a painter in my ego. Then my spirit, I'm the paintbrush. Mm. And my ego, I'm painting my life. And when I'm in my true spiritual place, I realize that I'm really just a paintbrush. And that makes me, gives me enough humbleness. And also, I get excited because God holds my, (laughs) is holding me. Like, come on now. Like, if God is holding you and painting with you, that is beautiful. So now I've learned to... Live my life in a way where now I, I do know that when I'm 50, I'm not going to identify so much with what I have or my title. I'm going to know that it is God that is just using me. So who I am, I'm a spirit. I am a light. You could say I'm a paintbrush. All of these are analogies. Right. And I, I'm just fuel. it. I'm just a vessel. And every day I kind of like I get out of my way and I just simply paint. Now, I use the ego to paint. Right. Because if we're going to be in this world, we have to take physical form. So that's why I come up with a name. Right. That's why I come up with a brand. That is how I identify as a painter, because if I showed up and say I'm a paintbrush, everybody say, yeah, right. You're a paintbrush. (laughs) God is holding you. You crazy. (laughs) You crazy. Crazy. You ain't no paintbrush. (laughs) You a human being. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what you talk about, boy. <laughs> so I can't tell the world I'm a paybrush. So I gotta say I'm the holistic motivator. I gotta say this is what I do. I'm a holistic lifestyle coach. Mm-hmm. So I put it in the words people can understand and how I'm being used because we're all being used differently. Somebody else might be like, "Yo, I'm, I'm a paint." Like somebody might be a real life photographer. You know, somebody might be a real life painter. Mm-hmm. That's just how they're identifying themselves in this physical world as being used. Yeah. So. That's how I define myself in this current state of my evolution. Don't know what will come a couple of years from now, but as of now, I, I do truly believe I'm just a tool being used by the divine.
3: That's awesome. I, I love your response. Every time I ask the question, I, I get different and unique responses. And, and sometimes I wonder to myself, it's like, how would I even respond to that? It's like, maybe I need, maybe I, I need to need this to Go that for letter. it. Well, I mean, if, if I'm asked the question, I guess first and foremost, I'd say I'm, I'm Asher Chua. Just like by, by my name, that's who I am. But also the embodiment of that is joy in the sense of like, that's what my name means, happy. And even through that, I think I saw it before I, I saw it through the movie up or not up, um, inside out, like the Pixar movie. And it's that, Even though you may be named happy or you may be happy 90% of the time, it helps to um, endure pain, to endure um, sadness. Like that really, um, having gone through that at times is what's really highlighted my happiness and made it more valuable to me to say like, okay, yeah, like you said, I am who I am and that resonates in the times that i wasn't who i was i didn't feel confident i didn't feel competent or just be like well am i like in some days i could be an engineer i could be a son i could be a brother um a lot of other titles but it's like first and foremost i'm asher and i am happy whether i'm happy or sad it's like the manifestation of the emotion is just Part of my being. I feel like I got too
0: deep on that. There is, there is. No, Ash, no, I'm thinking too deep at all. I, there is a beauty in names, right? My name means the guardian of wealth, yeah. right? My what is that? Oh, my name means the guardian of wealth, mm. and I do believe that we were we weren't given names by accident, right? right? Even if your parents took some time and just sat down and said, like, let me think of the name. Mm-hmm. Where did the thought came from and how did they come to that final decision? Right. Right. So I really do believe like a name is a call of the spirit that matches like, yo. Know, it matches who you really are. So I truly believe you embody that. Right. Like yeah. you, your 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 aura gives us the aura of of of, of joy.
3: So that's beautiful, bro. I'm even going to have a better day today.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, you really do have it. You have a peace about you, right? Yeah. A calmness about you, a certainty about your life. Yeah. And that's pretty. That's powerful in this world of anxiety
3: yeah. and no,
0: chaos kidding. and uncertainty.
3: Yeah. It's, it's like what, so. when we talk about um, six years ago to three years, if we're going to use that same comparison and it's like we play tennis with it. In a sense, I was in that state of un- uncertainty, and in that state of just like not knowing. Being in a job right out of college, putting in let's see, six years ago was twenty. Maybe my time. Twenty fifteen. Okay,
2: so. During that time, I think I just completed like my first job, and I'm like finally getting costs. Six years ago, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you gain from twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. Yeah.
0: Self discovery, finding my voice, um, getting in touch with what traumas I have, and started the process of healing. Those are the three three things. Um. When you isolate yourself, you really kind of discover the more you go within, you really discover what really about you. You know, that's kind of what happened to me. It was isolation. It was I wasn't moving so much. I had more time to really reflect, mm. discover what I really want to do, how, who I really am and what my voice is really like and how I share. So 2020 was a blossom for me. It was like the caterpillar. It was a caterpillar time. Mm. You know, now it's like the butterflies out, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Tell me, what, what's this year been like for you so far? We're almost like, we're not almost, we're at the halfway mark of the year. And how's 2021 been as a butterfly so far?
0: Well, so far, 2021 has been one of those, like I'm actually living in my dreams completely. Like I'm actually stepping into my destiny. I'm actually inspiring people. I'm actually living in that voice and living the lifestyle. But those are the, you know, 2020, right. but I could be doing better. Like, that's mm. how 2020 makes Guys,
1: gotcha. like
0: But I can be reaching more, but I can be impacting other people. So mm. I've been and thinking
2: I, about that. A lot. And I guess that, that's what you were saying at the start of our conversation when you were talking about this week is like, you could have just used the word to say this week was great. But to be honest, it was great and then you see that you could be doing more so I, I was i was curious it's like are you having trouble enjoying what what the week was or like what's driving you to want to do more
0: it's not that i'm having trouble enjoying the week it's just that i'm ha- what i'm having trouble is i'm having trouble waking up and knowing that my gift can help save somebody's life and I have, I'm having trouble knowing that because I'm not in front of them, that I that there's a chance I'm not going to be able to do that. Gotcha. Like that's what I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble when I walk down the street and I know somebody's in extreme pain and I know my gift can help them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm not doing it. So that, it isn't like, it's, it's a matter of I'm seeing the pain and suffering in the world yeah, and I know that I can add more value and where I see that I'm at. I'm pushing myself to get in front of more people because I just know I can help them in a
1: way. Right, right.
0: So it's not that I'm dissatisfied. I'm satisfied every day. I mean, I can go all day and just be out here and, and be in bliss. But then at the end of the day, I still had to check to see how many people did not go blissful today. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I can't take responsibility for everybody. Of course not. Right. <laughs> but
1: that's, I just like, know that the now, more
0: I God. Exactly. But the more I can bring myself out, the more God can work with me because there's mm. people in my neighborhood that can benefit from it. There's people down the street. It's, so there's hundreds and thousands of souls that can be affected yeah. by by me being used by God. Gotcha. So every day I try to think, am I getting in my own way? Mm. Right. What am I doing to my own body? What foods am I eating? That's not that's serving to me. Right. And I, I usually think, how do I let God use me more and more? So
1: mm.
0: I know you said, we're not, we're not God, but I'm really trying to, my goal is to tap into the God within me as much as possible, right? Mm-hmm. I really want to live in my divine self as much as possible. I don't want to be God.
1: Right.
0: But I want to serve God in a way that I represent him mm-hmm. more in the world by my actions. Right. So mm-hmm. I guess holding responsibility, and I guess it's because I hold a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. in my shoulders and right. I feel like I should be doing more with that responsibility. But, at the same time, I give myself patience, kindness, yeah. and time to develop. So that's what yeah. I do when I step back and say it's okay. Everything comes in season. Just do your works, serve yeah. the few, and many will come. And it's not necessarily that. It's just that now I'm taking it from a perspective: is serve the person right next to you. Like,
1: right. like
0: I can serve. Like, like there's a creature right next to you that's suffering. Help the creature right. Now. I'm talking right. about the bird. so i've been developing more compassion for life like i've been developing compassion for plants right even the dirt i'm loving the dirt like bugs i'm looking at them a little bit differently now
2: right man I, i i really like that because it's i feel like that's really practical and tangible for you for you and for yourself to where you're not thinking I got to fly halfway across the world i got to go across the country to impact people It's like no now i can look in my own neighborhood and like what's within arm's reach like okay how can i impact them and um what can i do and earlier you mentioned going from being a trainer to a holistic motivator and a holistic um coach or also being in the fitness space are you still in the fitness space from the holistic standpoint?
0: Well, the fitness never goes away. I mean, it's part of it. I teach fitness all the time. I just, it's Qigong, right? right? Right. I actually, I'm I'm actually a Qigong instructor. Qigong, I teach Qigong, which is a form of, um, internal martial art, if I may say it, self-cultivation, um, self-healing practice, right? Mm -hmm. So, fitness never left. It's just transforming the way I teach you. I, I now, I, I, I then talk about how it relates to the emotions, right? right. I then talk about how it relates to your organs. I then talk about its relationship to the entire organism. Mm. So, fitness is still fitness. It's just now it's holistic. Right. It's just looking at the whole being and not just, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to do that. How can I mm. do it? Right. It isn't right. like that no more.
1: Mm. So
0: it's just transformed.
1: Right.
2: That makes sense. The- Another question on that same note: um, the the clients that you had that lost the weight and then gained it back when you changed your approach, and did you have a chance to bring it to them? And if you did, were they receptive to it?
0: Oh, you're saying the old people I used to train? Yeah. So, oh, that is an amazing question, Ashley, because they're all gone. Like, I'm. I'm that not only are they all gone. There are. I don't know. I don't know if they're really interested in, it, in this new thing that I have to offer. And that's where that's where another thing is. Today I was. I wrote a quote just now I'm about to drop on IG. I said this. I said, my time and energy is is priceless. So mm-hmm. be grateful. I'm allowing you to pay for it. <laughs> that that's cool. a deep quote. Like. It yeah. isn't like say, say it one more it time like, that
2: that probably flew over my head. Like say it slow and say, yo,
0: it let me, time. let me slow down a little bit. All right, slow this down. isn't from an ego place. This is yeah. from like, you are a legit spirit and you'll, you'll never get your life again. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes with a piece of paper and try to, and, and said let me exchange that for They have to understand that you are blessing them because mm-hmm. they're able to exchange a piece of paper for your time and energy. Mm. so the quote is my time and energy is priceless Mm. so you better be grateful that i'm giving it to you in exchange for money yeah because why somebody said well i'm giving you my money and that was my time and energy well no 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 you're giving me the representation of your time and energy you gave your time and energy to somebody else Mm. you know what i'm saying that money you gave me is just a representation of that time and energy but i'm actually taking out my time to give you so somebody says, well, so be it. But that's besides the point. Right, right. But what I was saying is sometimes people will pay you for your time and energy at one state. Mm-hmm. But when when you really get to the place where you can really help them, they might not want to put in the time or energy because some people at some point, they only remember you from where they met you. Right. Right. Some people don't evolve with you. They don't go to the next stage. Mm. You know what I mean? Some people, you'll be able to help them in one stage of life, but they won't go to the next stage. Or I might just have been the one who is disconnected from them. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to reconnect with them better. Maybe I need to do a few calls. Right. So at the same time, I'm not sure if people are not receptive to the new holistic way Mm -hmm. or if I'm just out of connection with them. But either ways, I still have their emails. I still send them emails. They're still in the Facebook group. I still show them what I'm doing. So if they ever wanted to come to the Zoom meeting, yeah. By all means they would have already tapped in,
2: gotcha. And if they didn't think they had the invite, this is a formal invite. Hey,
0: yeah, this is an invite. I mean, they're on welcome. On I mean, I always tell people, man, if you like my old version, mm-hmm. you definitely like my evolved one. We don't love the evolved version. Like, yeah. if I added value to you three and four years ago, just best believe I could add way more value to you now.
2: Mm. That makes sense. And so you said the, the people that you trained before that left they did they just did they just stop showing up or did they just stop coming because no,
0: I God? mean I, I transition out of their lives I mean you only as a coach trainer yeah. you only have people's lives for a season true I mean people will only use your services to the, to the extent that they get what they want or what they need. Right. or to the extent till so they give up and they'll build leave from you and at the same you would think that you develop a great relationship but it was really a transaction mm. so that's why i tell people like when even clients when they give them your time and energy don't believe that you're actually building a mutual friendship right
1: right,
0: <laughs> right? They, they're just giving you the money like and i want what you got right now right so one of the things i'm learning to as a person who's like an i who really loves people wants to be around people wants to I'm realizing that you kind of have to understand that you're in service to others, but they're not in service to you. Hmm. Like, and is what I mean. When you're offering your product and service, you're the one who's offering
3: your product and service. Yeah,
0: They're exchanging their money for that product and service, but they don't have to be in service to you. They don't have to really be loyal right. to you. So I'm
3: learning to detach
0: from, from even, Oh yeah. You, okay. You were in my life. And during this season, I had a vibe in this season. Mm-hmm. And if you no longer be, that is it. I'm still here. I still love you. You can come back. I could meet you again. We could build a relationship as in friendship, if we wanted to besides what, but at the same time, I understand that everything has its season. Yeah. People are in your life for a certain season. They get what they need. They leave. Yeah. You can't dictate your worth, your value based on who leaves. Because I have a tribe now, right? What we used to be fitness coaching is now holistic lifestyle coaching. Every single rising, every rising at 7 p.m., what I actually do is I link up with a group of women and, mm. and men, but mostly women. Yeah. Um, I'd hope for more black kings, but yeah, they haven't been showing up like that. Yeah. And what we do is we rise and prime our day, releasing emotions, releasing stagnation. We're talking about movement, affirmation. We're talking about... Every day we're dodging into a holistic um, personal development topic of the day that's going to help you kind of transform. And it's been really a holistic health accountability support system. Yeah. I have that every single rising. And sometimes people will show up for a month, two months, three months, Mm -hmm. don't show up again. But you have to also understand that you added value in their life for that season. Mm -hmm. And if they're not no longer in their season, that's their soul and you keep moving on. You keep doing the works. Right. So I'm learning that. I've learned that. I've learned that to attach myself. Even I call it a tribe, a holistic lifestyle tribe.
1: Right.
0: I still understand that even tribes sometimes need to fly. Right. To be, they to their own thing. They got life. So, and by the way, if y'all want to tap into that rising prime, it's easy to do it. Right. You just know. go to the holisticmotivator.com. Right, you just see the banner, or you do go to Rise and Prime. But it's it's differently. There's no dot com. Yeah. It's just the dot is between the I and, and me. So it's like rise and P R I that in me. So that's that's kind of mm-hmm. like the class I have. Cool. Um, every day at 7 a.m. You can join it for free Mondays mm-hmm. and Fridays.
2: Nice. And man, that... I guess I'm more impressed by what you said, like realizing that people are giving, like you're providing a service to them, they're not providing a service to you, and that you can't expect the relationship to be like this long-term friendship, even if like, even if that's what you're thinking is going on in your head, like you having the realization of just being like, hey, like they asked me for this, so if they went their way, I can't keep like pining and wondering like, why, what did I do? Was it me? Can I fix this? Can I fix that? It's like, Hey, sometimes it's not that and it doesn't require you to always find justifications for everything that happens in life. And I feel like that's just, just thinking on what she said in that. I'm like that that's like a weight off the shoulders because in, in a way I feel like I had to do something similar. If we're looking at like the disc profiles, And as I'm understanding it better, it's like, obviously, I'm not a letter, but I have certain tendencies, which can be to my benefit or detriment. And it's like in being a high S, you I I appreciate being in a supportive role or being needed, where it's like, okay, I can come and add value, or I can come and lend a hand to someone. But what I've, I had to realize, and I think that's really the thing that helped me in my last year of college to make a transition to get a full-time job that would be well-paying would be was that the people that I was around, my study mates, classmates, and things like that, the transition was really, hey, we come together, we go to classes together, and we study. Outside of class, we may not hang out together. And it's like, it took me a while to understand that although you're around people, you're not necessarily in their, the in-crowd per se. And it felt like a, like a liver shot almost, but it was like, hey, now that I know these aren't really my friends, I know who my friends are. The people that look out, they'll call you and be like, hey, do you want to come to um, my sister's party? Do you want to come to my wedding? Hey, do you want to hang out? And sometimes I might be like, I don't know. I want to go hang out with the cool kids. It's like, yeah, sure. We'll let you go hang out with the cool kids but then when they when they dust you up or just be like, oh, no, you're not in the picture. You're not you're not hanging out with us. It's like your friends are here. We might not appreciate being shoved to the side, but we always welcome you back with open arms. So I I appreciate you saying that. And that that's just that was also a moment of clarity for me. You
0: know, I think your, your friends are those people who. Who think about you. Yeah. And they want to make sure that you're okay. Like, you know, the other day, I'm saying that's why when you asked me how's the week, I was like, Man, the last two days, I was so many things was happening in my mind. And one of the things that came up was like, bro, do I really have a lot of friends? Mm -hmm. And I really, really thought about it. I'm like, dang, all these people that I give energy to, I gotta Mm -hmm. stop really thinking they're my (laughs) friends. Right. (laughs) Because I'm so loving. To them, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm expecting that oh this person has the same love for me, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about from a sense of coaching people because I I don't coach in the sense of I'm your I'm your coach. I I coach in the sense of I'm with you here. Mm-hmm. We're we're in this journey. Let's let's walk. Yeah. So the other day I was like, man, how many texts do I get? A call or call a day of people mm-hmm. actually calling me just to check up on me? I'm like, not that much. And I realized, oh, I'm also, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm such, I'm at a point where I'm accepting myself. where I don't need others validation or others. But then I'm like, yo, I still yearn a call from people. Call, yo, Ed, I want to see what you doing. How you doing? Yeah. Right. And then now I realize that I don't need to expect that from anybody I coach. Because mm-hmm. that's not why they're here. Like, they're here to get the service and they yeah. pay you for the service. <laughs> right. Or right? Even if they're in your tribe, yeah, your community, and you see them every day. And they're not just somebody you coach. They're they're kind of like your 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 circle. Mm-hmm. You still don't have, don't expect that from them. I feel like if you don't, then you won't get disappointed. Sure. And if they do leave your community, you won't feel a certain way. You'll be more loving if they come back. Mm-hmm. When your friends leave you, you feel a certain way. Yeah. But when your clients leave you, they just they exchange their money. They didn't exchange their loyalty. Mm-hmm. I gave you my, my only like when somebody give you money for, for their service, they're saying, this is my money. I'm this is my money I'm giving to you. And you be loyal enough to give me your service back. But it doesn't mean I'm going to stay loyal to you. Like, so I think in the like, because if there's a thin line between business mm-hmm. and your life, which has became for me you might start to feel a certain way and that might affect how you show up because mm. you might show up with resentment. Like, man, why my friends ain't show up for me today? No, nah, mm. they ain't your friends, bro. They just out here trying to get their mind situated.
3: True. True. You
0: get what I'm saying? And even yeah. if you build that strong community and I want to say this, because, you know, a lot of people are going to end up coaching, having communities, all types of stuff. And you want to understand that. And so that has given me a now, but here's my mindset though. This is what I was thinking. I was like, yo, okay. Cool. You know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You still love them. You care about them. I and mean, I'm sure they do about you. you just got their own lives, they got their own things going. Yeah. If they never really check up on you like that, maybe, just maybe you should start making a few calls. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? Start right. checking on them. Give that right. vibe off. Right. Because a lot of times somebody might want, they might love to talk to you. In fact, I think to myself, yo, I'm a valuable person to talk to because I only uplift people. Mm-hmm. But then you might not be the one opening up your door to say, oh, you can talk to me. Right. Because sometimes people call people because they know they'll answer and they can talk to them. Right. They might never call you because you ain't never made it seem like they can talk to you like that. Right. They might feel like, man, this person probably too too busy for me. They too this for that. They too that. Mm-hmm. As soon as you open up the door and say, oh, my line is open.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, Hit me up. And you hit them up every, every few times, you might start building those relationships. So that's actually where I'm taking that at. Yeah. Cause I need to fill myself with powerful beings that are, that are friends who are having the same, not just associates,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just people we network on, not just social media friends.
1: Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? People you actually build with. So yeah. that's the next stage of my life that I'm really working on building meaningful, impactful, um, uh, reciprocated relationships.
2: I like that. Man. <laughs> I feel like I I just got blessed by being able to connect with you today and make the call and just be like hey man we're <laughs> we're talking it's like it's weird because even in talking with um different podcast guests I'm I'm just thinking to myself like so long as I'm able to call them back and link with them I'm like okay I'm trying to make this into a business. I'm trying to do this, but it's like a lot of the things that are tried, they'll take some time. Like certain things will take some time. Other things it's like, okay, maybe that's not working. Stop trying that. But just the strength of the relationships being built through talking to other people through this podcast, whether it's on here or offline, it's like, man, i I definitely feel like I'm in the right lane doing the right thing in a sense that the people that are attractive, like that I'm attracting are a reflection of my thoughts and feelings in in many different ways. But again, to what you're saying, it's like, don't get so wooed or attached to that to where when the time comes for it to go, then you're just thinking to yourself, Oh my God, like, oh, this was this, this was that. But even if I'm feeling a certain type of way, all I've got to do is just, hey, pick up the phone and call or pick up the phone and text. Just be like, hey, how are you?